That's right. Welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. Make sure you log on to thewatchlistpod.com to catch up on all of our back episodes. You can also engage with us on your social media platforms at symbol the watchlist pod. And please make sure that you go to all of your places where you listen to podcasts and click on that subscribe button. And we are now available on the Amazon Alexa platform. We so are. all you all you have to do is say Alexa, play the watchlist with Patty and Bill, and instantly our latest episode will come up. And it's as easy as pie. What? I know. We're living in the future. We're, but is the future now or is it in the past? No, that would be the past if it was in the past. Not if I called it the future. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. What are you about. talking about? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. All right. The reason I'm so whacked out right now is because I caught a case of your fucking insomnia. Awesome. And last and last night, oh my God. (laughs) So I woke up for some shitty reason at three in the morning or some bullshit like that. And I couldn't go back to sleep. So I thumbed through your text messages to look for stuff to watch. And and then you said, watch sing on. Mm -hmm. So I went to the Netflixes. And I found Sing On. And God damn it, if that's not a cute show. <laughs> it is. It was kind of fun. Oh, my God. So Even the ones from other countries are kind of fun. Oh anyway, even God. though I can't understand what they're saying, they do sing a couple of, you know, American English rock, you know, current songs. Yeah. But they also sing the songs in whatever language it is for that particular show. And it's kind of it, fun. So the American version is hosted by Titus Burgess, Mm -hmm. and everybody knows him from the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. That is correct. They do that. He's Kimmy's next door neighbor. And he is, I I thought when when I first started this show, my God, he's annoying. But yeah, he is the perfect host for this. Yeah. As the more you watch, you're like, you know, this, this wouldn't, this would be crap without him. Yes, it would be because mm-hmm. you need someone with that kind of personality to pull off the shit that he pulls off. Yes. Like like even describing how he gives away $500 just for adding a little flair to the performance mm-hmm. or at when he finally gets down to the last two contestants, he sings a little bit of the two songs that are in competition with each other to be chosen Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, people. I went into this kicking and screaming, and I came out a fan. So the premise of this show, it's kind of like a karaoke game show. Yeah, everybody's together. Like the all the contestants are like in a circle, and there's a song they gotta sing, and the parts that they are to sing of this song is totally randomly added, you know, assigned to them. 
they sing and there's this monitor kind of thing across the bottom of the screen that tells you how in tune they are to the original artist recording so if they're like not on the right note they don't add money to the giant pot everybody's together adding money to the pot and the last man standing wins it all that's right so when they get to after they sing everybody gets to vote who is who leaves each round somebody gets kicked off and it's not the audience voting it's not a panel of judges it's the singers so do they kick off the one who's keeping the pot down or do they kick off their biggest competition to help them win that's right and it is truly like patty said a karaoke competition because anytime in karaoke you're you're sing you're singing your best interpretation of what you've always heard on the radio and that's how you're being judged on this show so you can see where people lose their pitch they're not hitting their note and you have a maximum of either $10,000 per song or 20,000 per song and people get voted off for not increasing that that pot some do yeah some do. And there was mm-hmm. this one lady on there, and I completely agreed with her. She sort of looked like a latter year Pat Benatar, but she was absolutely right. She said, I'm all about my money, and you were off itch, <laughs> yeah. so you cost us money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right, you hey. know what? You're absolutely right. Yeah. And the only reason she got voted off was because, or wait, I think that particular round that she got voted off she was the one who hit it the least. Yeah, cause, yeah, her... um. Yeah, sometimes yeah. some songs you're good at and some songs you're not That's right. good at. That's right. And then there was this one guy who reminds me of a serial murderer <laughs> who sang in a really lower register, but he kept nailing it for some reason. Yeah, well, yeah. And and he looks like that next door kid. He wore his, was it a cardigan sweater? Even though I love cardigan sweaters. He was like a murderer cardigan sweater, but he... <laughs> <laughs> but but he was he, but he's he's a weird kid but he kept singing and he kept yeah. hitting that note. Yeah, I'm not sure I remember I'm not sure I remember who that was. Yeah. But whatever. And, but they do different themes per episode. Every every mm-hmm. episode has six contestants that all get whittled down to one. And there are what eight or ten of these episodes. I think there's something eight, like that. Something yeah. Like that. There's like and, an every- 80s episode. There's a movie soundtrack episode that's right the There's last a one is episode. the country music yeah and it's yeah. really fun because it, they run the gamut of songs and some of them are like number one hits yeah well what i like is the contestants aren't all beautiful people oh my god it's no people of from all walks of life all walks of life and they're karaoke singers they're normal they're not the american idol Hey, they can they can really sing and they're just trying to elevate themselves. No, these are these are people who probably belted one out or one or twice once or twice in a bar. Yeah. And they found. And that's what I loved about it. Or it they was may have signed up for this, you know. Hey, karaoke singers, we need you. And so that's right. Sign up for it. Maybe that's what they did. But yeah, there's all kinds of people, all sizes of people. Uh, and at the as they sing that opening, whatever the opening song is for that episode, you get their name and then what they do for a living. Yes. And you got the student, the Uber driver. 
Yeah, one one <laughs> lady was a nano nano nanobiologist, nano she has a PhD in nanotechnology. Yes. I was like, "What?" Like and and they severely edited her responses too when Titus is trying to talk to her, you could tell <laughs> like Oh, but st- but don't stop her from talking. This is Netflix. You don't have a time, you <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, you can commitment. do whatever you want, man. This yeah. show, and I and I can't believe I'm fucking saying this, would totally make it on broadcast TV. I think so for sure. Yeah, it, it's 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 stupid. It's charming. It is a complete mind numbing show. But damn it, if it's not entertaining, yeah. I mean, I stayed up all night and watched. Clearly, I watched them all because I know the very last episode is the country music episode. And I watched four in my insom in my insomnia. And I wrote you and I told you to fuck you for for making me <laughs> like this show. And th- but then that caused a whole like backlog because then I finally got to sleep. I woke up an hour later and I felt like I got hit by a truck. I had to go back yeah. to sleep just to get my bearings for the day. Yeah. But it was it was worth it. I really enjoyed that. So thank you for introducing me to hey, Sing On. That's on what Netflix. I'm here for. That's right. Mm-hmm. And the spreadsheet I never look at. That's right. Yeah, exactly. That's right. So Titus Burgess, you you keep going. That that was that was a fun <laughs> show. All right. What else did you watch? I watched a couple of more things. Go ahead. I really I can't. I don't even know. Okay. So. Hmm. I, yeah, I don't, I don't I, have to look it up. I don't even know. <laughs> I haven't caught episode two yet, but I watched episode one of The Barrier. Oh, okay. Because you challenged me, and that's going to be the show that we kind of watch together. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's dark, isn't it? It's dark as fuck. Yeah. Well, and you didn't tell me that all of their... Un- okay, so World War Three happens, and the world 25 years later devolves back into Nazi Germany. The uniforms of the police state, they all resemble Nazi uniforms. There is a clear, clear expression of Nazism in this, especially since all the non-military workers have to work, mm-hmm. you know, and so there are parallels running all throughout this. And then the, the kid gets separated from the parent. Oh my God. I know it's, it's, it's good. It's gripping. Mm-hmm. And, and it's from Spain and I love, I love Spanish TV, but my God, they've got a really fucked up view of the world. Like I, I don't want to live through this. And I know. <laughs> Sometimes I watch movies and I watch TV shows like Walking Dead and The Barrier and the 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 creme de la creme of all of that, the platform. And I really don't want to live through that. No. Yeah. No. Just put two in my head and call me dead because <laughs> if I, I'm, I am not living in that kind of dystopian future. Yeah. No. Give me a time machine. Give me a wacky DeLorean. Give me any kind of fun bullshit to get me out of that situation mm-hmm. but anyway so i watched the barrier okay and then the last thing i watched because again i was looking for like short and sweet stuff but you know looking for something that's that's interesting it's called la linea and i know i'm not pronouncing it correctly it's a spanish word um la linea I, and forgive me for butchering it, ah. 
Shadow of Narco. It is a four-episode docu-series on Netflix. And La Linea Shadow of Narco is about the drug trade and how it is actually run off of uh, the coast right next to Gibraltar. And I have been to the Rock of Gibraltar. I have stood on that beach that they're talking about. And on this show, they say, you know what? During the day, it's just a normal normal kind of town. Everybody's living their life, but you don't want to be on the beach at four in the morning because that's when all the drug boats come over from Morocco. Cool. And, and literally, and, I, and I've seen this with my own eyes, it was the first time I ever set my eyes on the continent of Africa. It's a very moving, it was a very moving moment for me, but I was standing at the, in the shadow of the rock of Gibraltar, you know, get a piece of the rock prudential. Um, <laughs> that's what, that's that rock. Yeah. 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 And I put my foot in the water cause it is a beach and I looked across the ocean and off in the distance was Africa. Cool. It is that close, but that is a gateway for hashish and other drugs to come from Africa into Europe. It is fucked up. And the local police have no little to no support from the national police in Madrid and so forth and so on. And, and the cops are like, there's nothing we can do about this. So they're literally running around like all the drug dealers and all the, all those people are just kind of running around doing their thing not really afraid of nothing. Mm. And I just saw episode and that's just in episode <clears throat> one. Wow. Wow. So uh, it's hard to recommend a series like that because it's so harsh and brutal and, and all of that. So I will say if you are interested in what is going on around the world, as you should be, I think. Yeah. Uh, watch that. Because we talk, you know, ever since the 80s, since the quote, end quote, war on drugs, which actually exacerbated the fucking problems that we have in this yeah. country. Yeah. Um, it's interesting to see another country and two continents deal with the drug trade. And and it's all uh, some of it is subtitled, but most of it is actually English dubbed because it is a Spanish production and it's just fascinating. It's it's, it'll just blow your shit wide open. So anyway, so those are the things that I watched. Okay. Yeah. Um, I watched also on Netflix, um, a show, another Korean drama. I only watched a couple of episodes of it so far. It's the King eternal monarch. No. So this is, um, there's this, it's like a parallel worlds kind of a show where yeah. in one world you've got the modern day emperor of, it's the kingdom of Korea, but with a C. Huh. And uh, it opens with um, this one guy kills his brother who's the emperor and there's some mystical artifact that gets, some, that gets broken in half and then he ends up in our world reality 
in modern day Republic of Korea with a K, Korea. Mm-hmm. And he meets his, you know, parallel world brother that he had murdered, murders him again. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the wackiness ensues. As it does. Yeah. So, um, that's essentially what it is. It's, you know, interesting so far. Um, I don't think it got very good reviews online as a series. I don't know that people really liked it so much. Mm. Somebody said it was a flop when I was looking things up. So, I don't know. I'll give it a couple more episodes just to see what's going on. If I okay. And another show, this is one that Dwight chose. It is called The Taco Chronicles. Also on Netflix. <laughs> okay. It's a documentary web series about tacos. And uh. they're showing you tacos all around the world, really. You know, they go to Japan. They go into California. Of course, they're in Mexico. Um Watching it with Dwight, as the people says, if a Mexican can't eat tacos, he might as well just kill himself. I'm like, is that how you feel about tacos? And he's like, no. I'm like, what kind of Mexican are you? Oh, my God. <laughs> I think he was messing with me. But they also oh, went into okay. burritos. You know, they mentioned burritos. He's like, now there, if I couldn't have a burrito, then I would kill myself. He's like, now I'm getting hungry. I got to turn this off. <laughs> So that Seriously, was- <laughs> yeah, yeah. you just talking about fucking tacos makes me uh, th- we went to a place a couple of weeks ago and I don't remember if I mentioned it on the show or not, but damn it. They had the best fucking fish tacos. Oh, there's an oh episode that God. talks about fish tacos. Oh, my God. The fish was crunchy, yet it wasn't all breaded. So there was a good piece of fish in there. The sauce that they have. Oh my God, my mouth is fucking watering <laughs> talking about this. Ah. Nice. And the other thing, I think I mentioned this to you that I watched is called The Take, formerly yeah. called uh, Bastille Day. Uh, it stars Idris Elba and uh, the guy who plays Rob Stark. And they're both pretend they're um, Rob Stark is supposedly an American pickpocket in France. And Idris Elba is playing a CIA agent, and they both are pretty lousy at American accents. <laughs> really pretty lousy. And you know, it's you know this the friend. I don't know how deep we want to get into this one. It's not really that great. Um, they changed the name of it between theatrical release and home video release because of the terrorist attack on Bastille Day in France, and they thought, hmm, we should change the name of this. Yeah. And it became The Take. And even though Idris Elba is in it and lovely to look at, no, I I would it's predictable, it's kind of crap. And, and the parts where they are speaking in French are not, there's no subtitles, there's no translation. So, like, pretty much half of the movie where the French police are talking to each other about the crime and stuff that's going on. It's impossible. I, I don't know what they're saying. I have no idea. That sucks. Yeah. I, I don't know if on like the DVD, the home version, 
they actually have the translation, but there's like nothing. Even when I turned on like the closed captioning, it just gives me it in French. Really? Oh, that's terrible. And I'm like, what the hell is this shit? I don't know I don't French. Know what, this guy is, what are these people? It's like the key information you need to know what's going on. And I, I, I took French in high school, but that was just my freshman year. And then I switched to Spanish and I know no language. I only know English. You know. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Your movie, The Take, yeah, did not take. have did not have uh, appropriate French subtitles. Yeah. Yeah, appropriate <laughs> subtitles for you to follow the fucking French in that movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the end, I I kind of understood, you know, what was going on, but honestly, it 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 did not. It didn't help me like the movie more in any way. Yeah, it just took away from the movie because now I'm like, what? Is, I don't. What are they talking about? Why am I seeing this if I'm not going to be allowed to understand it? That's right. Although I do. I do have to say, even though I don't have the aptitude for languages, I have the aptitude for body language okay. and tone. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you have anything else? That's. I really didn't watch a whole lot of new anything. Then let's get to news. Oh, you got news. I got news. Give me some news music. So... I swear to God, David Rivera has such an influence on this show. (laughs) I love you, David. What's up, man? So he sent me a lot of things this week. Excellent. And I I love him for doing that. David, thank you so much. We love you, man. We do. Um, So I spoke poorly last time (gasps) about how much money Mulan made because I had said that it was soft Mm -hmm. for Disney. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Oh. oh no! It was blockbuster. Really? Yeah. Okay. So it says here, data. Disney Plus scored big financial windfall with Mulan streaming release. Disney took a cal- took a calculated risk releasing its live action Mulan remake on streaming service Disney Plus. Which new data suggests is paying off. According to exclusive figures provided by analytics research firm Seven Park Data, as opposed to Seven Seven Zark Seven, but Seven Park Data, okay. nearly 29% of US households that subscribe to Disney Plus purchased the $30 Mulan uh, advance release through September the 12th far surpassing other popular and free titles on the platform. So during the company's last earning report, Disney said that the streaming platform had amassed over 60 million global subscribers. So assuming that U.S. households make up 50% of that total base, Disney hasn't really broken out the exact number yet. They don't have to report it. That's that's the beautiful thing about owning a streaming service. You don't have to say dick. Uh-huh. But... Seven Parks data suggests that roughly 9 million users purchased Mulan for $30 a pop. 29% of estimated users. Under that scenario, net profits piled up to roughly $261 million for U.S. markets alone. And that's on the conservative side. And no matter which way you slice it, the end result Disney maintains 100% of the profits 
versus a traditional theatrical release where box office revenue is split. Mm-hmm. So then you jump ahead in this in this article and it talks about Christopher Nolan's Tenet, which hit theaters and grossed over $207 million globally. So Disney beat it domestically, but 14% of that $207 million for Tenet came from the domestic release, which is only roughly $29 million. And they have to split that with movie theaters. Hmm. Disney wins. Oh, yeah. Definitely won that one. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So, way to go. Way, yay, Disney. Way, I mean, I'll tell you what. I've seen it twice already. I liked it the second time much better, actually. Okay. Still just as pretty. It seemed to move a little bit faster, too, the second time. Hmm. But I liked it better. But even still, I can go back and watch it again. Anyway, also, they announced that, and I'm going to butcher her name, Tatiana. Tatiana Mislani. Mislani Mm -hmm. lands the title role in She-Hulk. The live action She-Hulk show. Yes. Coming to Disney Plus. Coming to Disney Plus. Yes. That's right. And she was the lead in. um, Orphan Black. Orphan Black. She played many a character on Orphan Black because Orphan Black is all about clones and she is the shit. I'm telling you. It took her, you know, four seasons to finally get an Oscar, not an Oscar, an Emmy for that show for best lead actress in a drama. And she, it was well deserved because to be able to play multiple people, believably, unlike, you know, soap opera, evil twin, good twin. She's playing a myriad of different personalities with mannerisms, like the change in voice, not just the difference in how she looks, but the change in her voice, the change in like one has a British accent. One is, you know, very suburban mom American. One is like uh, an abused Ukrainian Russian type of woman. It's just she's amazing. And if you haven't seen Orphan Black yet, what the fuck is your problem? Go, you know, find it, watch it. It's brilliant. And I'm not directing that just at you, Bill. Yeah, like I know. Anybody but you just told me what the fuck is your problem. <laughs> yeah, anybody who's listening, Orphan Black is the shit. Find it. Watch it. You're going to love it. And the only reason I never picked up that show is the reason I don't pick up a lot of shows. I didn't want to fall in love with it just to have it canceled with no resolution. Yeah. No, this one, it actually had a proper ending. It wasn't like out of the blue canceled. Okay, so now I will go and pick up and watch it, especially since she is now playing Mm -hmm. She-Hulk. The last thing uh, is that Henry Cavill has has inked, as they say in Hollywood land, Mm -hmm. inked a deal to be Superman in more movies. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I think that some shit has happened and... And maybe we can, we three, including you, David, can all get together and talk about this. But I'll bet you some shit happened at DC in DC World for two in two reasons. One, DC fandom. Okay. That that twenty four hour basic Comic Con only for the DC universe that was streamed online mm-hmm. helped gain a lot of 
energy or build a lot of energy for it. And two, the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Mm, okay. I I think someone somewhere might have finally gotten their shit together. Oh. To say, you know what? Let's rule the school right now. Maybe we do that on TV because if they do the Snyder Cut in four parts on HBO Max, which is the talk right now, because mm-hmm. right now I think the Snyder Cut is four hours. But oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's going to be long, which is why they broke it up. You yeah, know, and four yeah. hours is still not the fucking Irishman. But anyway, oh, but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, but I I genuinely think that there is enough of the pie to go around in terms of superhero world, where DC can rule everything. You know, television and Marvel can rule everything theatrical. Because it all is going to come down to streaming services anyway. And you don't necessarily have to like Star Wars over Star Trek or the Beatles or Elvis. You don't have to like DC over Marvel. You can like both. Yeah. Why not both? Why not both? They are fantastic stories done really, really well. So I think Henry Cavill saw that. He, in in the article that David sent me, even said that he pitched a story. Hmm for Superman. So that might've helped him ink the deal, Mm. but yeah, Henry Cavill is going to be Superman for a little while. Well, all right, cool. Is he still going to be the Witcher? Oh, I'm sure. Oh my God. That was a good show. Yeah. That was a good show. Toss a coin to your Witcher. Yeah. So that's all we've got this week. Short and sweet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. That's all I got. I was thinking about it. I'm like, was there something else I was going to say? I don't know. I don't remember. That's it. I mean, I'm sure I'll come up with more new stuff next week. Because I'm I'm trying to. The Emmys. The Emmys are this weekend. Yes, they are. We're recording this show on a Friday night, people. So when you get this, it'll be the weekend. Yeah, the Emmys is really done and you already know who the winners are. Yeah. That was totally slurred and terrible. But, you know, (laughs) whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> and safe. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so the Emmys yes. will be done by the time you hear this. So um, yeah. they won. Do you agree? Uh, I don't know if I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking generic. Uh, you know, so they won. Right do you agree with them winning? Yeah. And them could be any any of the five or six nominees. Is that show the one you wanted to win? Because for me, the shows I like never win. So I they already usually them already have their Emmys. I usually just skip the whole fucking Emmys and everything anyway. Oh yeah, Emmy. Well, Emmys to me, I'm I'm I will tell you this. I am uh, one of these days when we when we finally launch video for our podcast and we win a fucking Emmy Mm -hmm. because we're going to win an Emmy before your husband Dwight wins an Emmy (laughs) or a Grammy for his fucking eight minute podcast of silence. I thought about that again today. And that is such a unique concept that would have traction. But anyhow. (laughs) But I, I my my award show is the Oscars. And I don't know why, but I've always been a movie kid, Mm -hmm. like a theatrical movie kid. But 
a lot of the and some Oscars too, but a lot of Emmys have already been awarded. Mandalorian is already a multiple Emmy winner. You we already know that they won stuff and not just nominated yeah. anymore. For multiple episodes, episode Mm. one, episode two, and episode six or seven have already won Emmys. Oh, see, I I didn't look up any Emmy and anemones. So hard to talk today. You should stop. Stop. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't. I haven't looked up the Emmys, so I didn't know anybody already had them awarded to them. Yeah, Uh, but. Emmys, boring, meh. Yeah. Although I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. If we win and we could be nominated in a whole bunch of <laughs> shit, and I am not just blowing smoke up your ass. Okay, we could get, we could literally get nominated for a Grammy. Cool. We could be all right. We could be nominated for some type of voice award for podcasts. I'm sure they're awards for that and i am sure when we go visual depending on where we launch it Mm -hmm. we could be up for an emmy Mm. you know there are many many awards that we can have that i will build a fucking case for with a light shining down on it as (laughs) if it were heaven and that will and i I will have i will press a button and it'll go oh damn right all right damn right okay then so that's a common. All right. And you know what we need to do that? We need people to log on to thewatchlistpod.com and check out our past episodes. You also need to engage us on your social media at symbol the watchlist pod and pretty please with sugar on top. Make sure that you subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts, including and making sure that you log on to your Amazon Alexa. And just ask for, and just say, hey, Alexa, play the watch list with Patty and Bill. We are there. Yeah. So we will get to that award with your help. And we thank everybody for listening. And on a final note, rest in peace, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Heartbreaking. I'm so sorry. Yeah, man. We lost good people. John Lewis this year, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Fuck. Anyway, so everybody have yourself a good weekend. Or Make sure week? you or week whenever. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we did your show win. How did you feel about this winning? Was oh, there my, something was else so, that should have won? I was <laughs> flabbergasted when that won. You know, I hate that. <laughs> and it shouldn't have won a damn thing. Oh, my God. And did you see what he slash she was wearing? Oh, my God. They wear the crappiest clothes all the time. Oh, and the award (laughs) pre-shows. Gag. Anyway. (laughs) Generic talk done. Let us know what you even think of the Emmys. Do you even watch them? Log on to thewatchlistpod.com and click on that contact button and let us know. But that's it. That's what we've got. We hope you do have or have had a great weekend, generically speaking. Yes. As the voice goes up. And we might have another episode this week. Depending on if we watch stuff. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> and I'm going to close out Sing On because, God damn, I, I will say this. With everything going on in the world, the election is so close. Hopefully, we do have a few listeners that are um, not on this continent 
So if you are not in this, if you are not in the United States listening to us, first of all, thank you very much. And yes. second of all, you know, we're less than 50 days away from our own presidential election here. God help us all. But um, it's nice. And thank you again for this, for finding a show that is just amusing and takes me out of reality for half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. We need something. That w- that's nice. Anyway, everybody, you have yourself a good time since I don't know when this will post. And we will catch you next time. Yes. Okay, bye. Bye.